Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, hosted by Katrina Jameson. We arm female corporate executives with the strategies they need to master the one rule of career success in order to create and live a life on their terms, a legend life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. This is episode number three in our series, Creating Your Executive Brand. I'm excited to have you here. We are diving into an ideal executive brand. What in the heck does the ideal executive brand look like? How do you know you have it? How do you know if someone else has it? What are we looking for? I love that you're probably already asking yourself this question. And if you have grabbed the workbook, if you listened last week, I did ask you one question. Maybe you remember it. I ask you the question, who do you admire that's at the executive level? Who's an executive that you admire? And I ask you why you admired that individual. Do you remember that? If you remember that and you did the work, then what you already started doing is you already started pulling out attributes and characteristics of their leadership and their character that really ultimately define their brand. And so what you've done is you've already started thinking about what are some of these key things that make up an ideal executive brand. And so I'm really proud of you. You're already going down this pathway and diving into today's topic. So let's just keep going, okay? So what is an ideal executive brand? Well, there's a couple of things that will define the brand. But one of the things that an ideal executive brand does is we've already said it. An executive brand in general adds value, okay? The ideal brand not just adds any kind of value, doesn't just add value here or there. It adds specific value to the role that you are in, okay? So the value that you add is at the highest level based on your role, the seat that you hold. Let me say it a different way. If you are a VP of marketing, and you're handling all the components of marketing for the organization, let's say. But you decide that one day you're gonna go and start ensuring that the operations team is executing at the highest level. Well, would that add value to the company? Well, every company needs execution from the operations team, right? That's how you serve your customer. But is that your role? If your brand is centered and geared around getting operational execution, but your role is VP of marketing, then you don't have the ideal brand. Because yes, you're adding value, but you're not adding the highest level of value based on the role that you're in. You're not doing anything related to marketing. Now, I know that's a silly example because I don't know too many people that sit in a marketing seat that are willingly raising their hand to go dive into operations. That's, I've never actually seen that happen, although I'm sure it does. And so you're probably thinking I'm a bit crazy with that example, and I'm being a little facetious. I'll I'll definitely admit that. But I want to prove a point here, and the point is this. You have to make sure that your brand, an ideal brand, gets the most value based on the responsibilities that you own. Now, while I don't see someone going from one department to another department and driving change and feeling like that's where their brand needs to be, what I do see time and time again is something very similar to this, but on a much smaller scale. And you've either lived it, you're about to live it, or you've already gotten out of it, but but you've experienced it to some degree, and it's this. Let's stick with this marketing example. Before you became the VP of marketing, you were a director or a senior director of marketing, 
okay? And in those previous roles, you probably were an editor of some different designs. You were a designer, potentially. You were an executor of marketing ideas. You did the stuff. Now you're a VP. But instead of being the VP that handles the strategy and the, the negotiations and the conversations and the influence, you're going back and being the editor and the designer and the executor. You're reverting back to an old role. An ideal executive brand doesn't revert back to an old role. Because just like we talked about previously, that's going back into a professional brand, not an executive brand. We cannot revert back. We can't revert backwards to a professional brand. We can't revert back to being a doer, not a leader, because that's not an ideal executive brand. The executive brand has us leading at the highest level to add value as only an executive in that specific role can do. Okay? Our brand is specific. Yes, it has components of us. It has us using our key talents and our gifts. It, it's our brand. It's personalized. But part of that personalization is taking on and learning and applying executive leadership strategies that are critical for the success of the role that we own in that moment. An ideal executive brand ensures that we are executing correctly. What does that mean? It means we are performing at the highest executive level for the role that we're in. What does that mean? It means we're doing things like owning our seat at the table, right? We're not shying away from that. We're using our voice. We're speaking up. We're influencing the position of the organization. We're driving change based on where we see the business needing to go, right? We're creating strategic plans. We're focused on who can do the work, not how can we do the work, right? Who, not the how. We're focused on leading through other people. That's what executing correctly looks like. And an ideal executive brand ensures that you're executing correctly. It ensures that you are performing at the highest level of executive leadership and doing the functions that only your role can do. Your role exists to add value in a very specific way to the company. If it didn't, the company would get rid of it, right? We know that clearly. Organizations are not going to waste money. So your role, your seat exists because the company needs you to add value in a very specific way. And it needs it done at the highest level and the highest executive level. And an ideal brand ensures that that's what you do. Okay? So the question I have for you and what I want you to be thinking about, we, we know that an ideal brand delivers at the level and the role that you're in. Okay? It ensures that you're executing correctly because you're applying specific executive level leadership skills and strategies. And then the other thing an ideal executive brand has to do is it must consider what the company values within its executive ranks. The company defines value. We don't. We don't get to define value. Not in the organization, right? That's not for me to decide. If I'm a VP in a company, I don't decide what I consider valuable and what I don't. The company has defined that in my job description. They've defined that in the creation of the role. They've defined it through my performance review and the way that I'm, I earn my bonus. The company has defined all of those things, okay? It's telling me how I need to show up. It's telling me the performance that I must deliver to. And so instead of us trying to define what we think is going to be valuable, we simply have to take the feedback from the organization 
and integrate that as part of our brand, right? You with me? So let me say it a different way. If the company says that you've got to show up and there is a company-wide meeting every Friday and they want you to use your voice to influence and drive change and you're like, eh, I don't think the meeting's that important. It's sort of a waste of time. I'm not going to show up. That's great, that's, but that's you defining what the company values. The company's already told you what it values. You've got to show up and be that executive. You've got to go and drive influence. You've got to show up, and that is your brand. The brand considers what the, what the company defines as valuable. The brand considers who you are and what you bring to the table, and it considers the highest level of executive leadership strategies, and you meld all of that together, okay? And so saying it differently, an ideal executive brand displays consistent executive level leadership in a way that highlights the gifts and talents of the person who owns the brand with a singular intention of adding value as defined by the organization. That's an ideal executive brand, right? Executive level leadership in a way that highlights you, your gifts, your talents with a singular sole intention of adding value as defined by the organization. That's an ideal brand. And I may feel like I've danced around that a little bit, but I promise I haven't. It's not complex. We've got to lead at the executive level, not any other level, the executive level. And there are key things that we must do as executives that's not as a professional brand, but an executive brand. We've got to add value in a way in which the company defines value. Not us. We don't get to decide that. It's the company. And we've got to do all that in a way that highlights and uses our gifts and our talents because that's what personalizes our brand, right? And if you go back and think about the question that I asked you last week that I just highlighted at the beginning of this entire episode, who do you admire at the executive level? What are their attributes? What are the characteristics that you admire, that you appreciate? And what you did is you pulled out their brand. Now I want you to go back and take a look at it and recognize that the attributes and the characteristics and the things that you called out are the key things. It's executive level leadership. It's their gifts and talents. And it's the fact that they add value in a way that the company appreciates. And they're not trying to make up their own way to add value. You're not defining their own and bringing their own definition of value. They're doing what the company has asked. And the company is appreciating them for it. That's an ideal executive brand. So what I want you to do is grab the workbook, as always. Get it. Again, it's free. There's no reason not to download it. Get a copy of the workbook. There's some questions in there I want you to answer about an ideal executive brand to prepare you and get you thinking and validating what an ideal brand is for you personally and what an ideal brand is within your organization, right? Because we got to bring both pieces. we got to put all that together. Next week, we're going to talk about common pitfalls that happen regularly as we're trying to develop and then strengthen our executive brands. So I can't wait to connect with you next week. If you are ready to learn more about how to create and then strengthen your executive brand, if you're like, Katrina, I love this, but I need more. I'm ready to create my my idea. Go ahead, click the link that's at the bottom of this episode information. Schedule a free 30-minute call with my team. We would love to do a brand assessment with you and give you some tips and tricks to keep you moving forward. As always, go and be legendary.